Grace and peace to you from God our Father, from his Son, our Savior, the Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God who caused to be written for our learning the scriptures we have shared here this morning, and one that we looked at earlier this week, uh, last week, from Luke chapter 2, there verse 11. Unto you is born this day in the, city of, in, in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. So far the text. It is the announcement of the angels. You recognize it, I'm sure. Talking about the Savior's birth. I ask you to listen with your heart to make a positive response to the title the angels have here given to your Savior. It's possible, probably more honestly probable, that in our sentimental consideration of the babe born in Bethlehem that we might miss how the title here identified provides a clue to understanding the means by which Jesus is the Savior of all people. There are very few words that have suffered greater loss in their original meaning than one of the words in this text, in this message that the angels delivered to the shepherds. And that word is the last word, Lord. It's not a name. Rather, it's a title. One needs to grow up mentally in one's understanding of this title in order to, to properly respond to the person whose birth we have been celebrating these last few days. The event of Christmas in its original intent and meaning is found in the Lord Lord. Lord Jesus Christ. The word is curious, not the C U R I curious, but the K U R I curious. Lord was the normal term of respect used every day in the Greek language. You know other words of a similar nature, similar. Sir, Herr for Germans, huh? Yeah, Mansur and Senor. Special words of honor and respect. While the original usage of the same word curious today is largely ignored Curious was the title of respect with which all were familiar at the time of the Savior's birth. 
Kyrios, Lord, first of all, a title of authority. This title which the angels ascribed to the baby lying there in a manger indicated he was one who had the right to command. Wow, a baby with the right to command. I suspect that most, if not all of us, fail to respond to this meaning of our Savior's title, Lord. And if that's the case, you have to join with me in making confession of that guilt. The captain of of a ship has the right of command. He or she is the executive officer over all the people on board that ship. At the captain's command, the ship departs port, follows its course, reaches its destination. Now, we're not a people who are normally found on a ship. But I'm guessing that some among us here have spent some time on a ship called a cruise. And if you stop and think about it, you know that there are special honors given to whom during the time of the cruise. Yes, sirree, the captain. The captain of the ship has the right of command. He or she is the executive officer over all of those people who are on board. At the captain's command, there goes the ship. Now the commander of a military base is curious. Lord, his or in some cases her authority is respected by both officers and enlisted. They order their lives by his or her command. So the angelic announcement said, Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. You know the city of David, right? Bethlehem? Yes. A Savior born there who is Christ the Lord. Are we not guilty of anarchy? Rebellion against the captain of our ship whom God ordained to be our Lord and our master. And so we repent of that failure. We did it together right here today as we do every Sunday. Every time we worship here, we make confession that the master has lost his place in our thinking and in our living. God have mercy for our rebellion against him who was ordained to be Lord Curious and master of our lives. Secondly, the Curious, the Lord expression is used to describe absolute possession or ownership, if you will. This is over against those who are owned. And what is owned? What is the owner in control of? Except perhaps a home, 
or in some cases a field, in other cases animals, or we know also earlier in the history of the world a significant number of slaves. Curious, Lord in possession, the master, the owner. The word curious was also used to identify the owner by the way of the cult. Remember that? The cult who was secured for Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. Yes, you approach the curious, the Lord, who has that possession, namely in that case, the colt, the young horse. In John's Gospel, we read, He came unto his own, and his own received him not. You remember that passage, I'm sure. His own people refused to recognize him. What? As Lord, as their owner. Israel's tragic response was repeated over and over again through the centuries. Yeah, right to this century and to this people. And that surely includes then our response. And so, Lord, we confess our sin. When the Lord is rejected and people are left to their own resources, they are like a team right without a coach. Some of you have experienced that as an athlete. It's like a business without an owner. Hard to even imagine. It's like a country without a leader. In all cases, no stability, no security. The third use of the word curious that I'd like to hold up for you this day, third use of the word Lord, was a title. And it was used to, de to denote one who served as a guardian. Now in the ancient world, legal rights were denied to women. So in order to carry on legal matters, a woman would need to identify or secure a legal guardian, much as people today under the age of 18 need legal guardians to carry on their legal business in their behalf. Jesus Christ as Lord is our guardian. He protects us, not only from ourselves, but from satanic forces of evil. He is our guardian. He's promised to be with us through all of our days, in all of our ways. The fourth use I'd like to share with you this morning of curious Lord was the when the Lord is used as a standard title of the Roman Emperor and all Roman Empire emperors had the title curious Lord the title the word Lord implied sovereignty it implied power and authority as Lord the Empire was at his command 
When an emperor issued an edict, a command, he signed his name above his title, just like we sometimes see on stationery, letters that we receive. I think I got one last week from the president of Concordia, said president underneath. There he signs his name above that letter. So it was for those who had this authority as emperor. They used the word curious, and then they would sign their dictum right above that title. It sort of sums up the authority of the individual, much as the president serves by virtue of his office, or a police officer by virtue of his oath and uniform. The emperor's authority, however, was even more extensive than the authority that we know in those various people today. The angelic announcement of Christ's birth contained, included, this idea, namely, that Christ was to exercise the kind of authority over the souls of his people that we had learned to see in those who had authority over us in human and physical manner, such as the emperor, or perhaps today, the president. As we recognize and grow in our understanding of the full meaning of the title, Lord, we concede and we declare, I trust, that he, Jesus our Savior, is Lord as master, as owner, as guardian, and as emperor of our lives. So let us pray. You, dear Lord, are our master. We give you obedience as devoted slaves. You are our owner. You occupy every portion, every situation of our lives. You, dear Lord, are our guardian. We are dependent upon you for protection and guidance. You, dear Lord, are our emperor. You have complete authority and power over us and our lives, all for our good. For all of this, dear Father, we thank you for your Son, our Savior, Jesus. And you, dearest Lord Jesus, we maintain and hear with gratitude that unto us in the city of David was born a Savior. By virtue, dear Lord Jesus, of your love and your sacrifice of yourself on Calvary's cross, you are my Savior. And with all that it means, you, Holy Christ child, are my Lord and my God.
through this prayer and this confession. God's people undoubtedly respond. Yes, indeed. Amen. May the peace of God, which far surpasses all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and your minds focused in him and on him who has been delivered to us, our Savior, the Lord of our life.